Welcome back. It is the Steakhouse here on Sports Radio 929 The Game. Alongside Sandra Golden, Mark Zinner for Steak Shapiro. Um, you might not know this, but on this date, 1983, this song right here. Oh, we didn't hear the words to it. I was ready. <laughs> I get up and nothing gets me either. Anyway, this song debuted in 1983 uh, on Van Halen's album, 1984. Which That's awesome. So this song, Kemp Jump, is an uh, all-time classic. I mean, this, it, it, this is what 80s music sounded like, man. Did you ever see him in concert? Never saw Van Halen in concert. Oh, wow. Are you Van Halen or Van Hagar? I like uh, uh, Van Halen. I, I gotta, I'm not going to lie. I'm more partial to Van Hagar. Okay. I mean, don't get me wrong. The Van Halen, like, it's all great, you know, but we're splitting hairs here if you ask me. But um, OU812 for Unlawful Corner Knowledge, 5150. I mean, these are great albums. Yeah, there's a Tell great... everybody what an album is. <laughs> well, yeah. Except... <laughs> Boy, did I just date myself. Um, but for those of us who are younger, they, they, they were great. Um, uh, what do you call it now? I mean, it's still an album, I no, guess. No, it's the vinyl. I'm being a smart yeah, I know. mouth. But, but yeah. I, I, you made me think. I'm like, do they still call it albums? Anyway, it's all no, digital. No, it's much more sophisticated. It's called vinyl now. Yeah, vinyl. And it's way more expensive. Yeah. Because um, it's vinyl. But yeah, I mean, the rockumentary or whatever it was behind the music on VH1 on, on Van Halen was yeah. great. It was so well done. Good. Um, and and there was a lot of consternation for those who don't know about you know when they when they lost David Lee Roth, who decided a single to go off for a single career, absolutely was the stupidest decision. Yeah. Like Desmond Ritter's interception, the dumbest decision of his life, because um, his career went nowhere after that, and Van Hagar took off. But there was a lot of consternation about who they were going to get, uh, and there was a lot of pushback from a lot of people in the record industry and in the music industry about Hagar, um, and they, it felt like they had totally changed their sound. I didn't hear it, but I was probably too young to remember it. You know, I was still mm-hmm. a lad of like single digits when when all this happened. Um, but you know, uh, the Van Hagar stuff was just excellent for a really long time. That's my, my opinion. I love it. You should uh, you should have seen him in concert. That's the only thing that would, you would have liked. That which last concert you went to that you loved? Uh, there's only two bands at this point in my life I'll pay to see live: Billy Joel and Pearl Jam. That's it. Have you seen Billy Joel ever? You yeah. haven't seen. Yeah. I've seen Billy Joel yeah. like a dozen mm-hmm. times. Yeah. Is he still doing the Madison Square Garden residency? Up no, there? he ended oh, it. Okay. Uh, another quick anecdotal story: When I got off the plane from my first deployment in Iraq, my cousin picked me up at the airport, uh, would surprise me with tickets to Billy Joel and Madison Square Garden. At that time, he had just set the record for most consecutive sold-out shows at Madison Square Garden at twelve, uh, and either she. Did something inappropriate with a roadie or whatever, but she got me on stage for Goodnight Saigon Come with Billy Joel. On. I was in uniform. Oh, wow. And I was in uniform. Mark, they, that's amazing. They came down. Uh, some security folks came and grabbed that's me. That's amazing. Uh, out of our seats and said, hey, come with us. Uh, we, we, we're going to take you backstage. I'm like, oh, okay. And they brought my cousin down to the front row so she could take pictures. But I was there. I had literally gotten off the plane. landed, it, tremendous. Touched the ground in New York for the first day. Uh, and went to Madison Square Garden and got on stage uh, to sing Goodnight Saigon with Billy Joel. Wow. That's a once-in-a-lifetime moment. And Good I, for you. You I deserve have, it. I have never listened to that song again unless it's live sung by him. If it comes on my, my music, I just skip it. You get emotional. Yeah. Yeah. So That's tremendous. Good huge. for you. That's pretty cool. All right. Uh, with all that, let's belly up to the bar. What's everyone talking about? Yo, yo, what's the deal? We've got you covered. As we belly up. On the Steakhouse. On Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Steak is the first one who said the Miami Dolphins hard knocks in the season is excellent. So I started watching my husband and I, and mm-hmm. it is the best hard knocks I've ever seen. 
So this includes the preseasons. This includes all of them. This is the best I've ever seen. And I can't quite figure out why, except my obsession with this Mike McDaniel, who you mentioned, yep. quirky. He is. He, I think he owns his quirky. He seems to be all about the players, all about doing things different, all about positive energy. So when last week, last Monday night, when they lost to the Titans, remember they gave up 13 points in four minutes, lost the game. So they show him in his office. He didn't sleep. He didn't go home. He's watching film. And the next morning when he's addressing that team, he absolutely said, you know what? My play column was trash. It was all me. Took full responsibility. He loves to curse. I just want you to hear a little. Okay? Don't worry about it. Just keep playing. Yeah, I called some trash f***ing plays. That will f***ing happen. Just like you'll have bad plays. You know what makes me a f***ing man? Is that I don't blink at that shit, nor do I avoid it. I'm going to learn from this. You don't get mad. You don't get, you don't get sad. That shit. Okay? We learn lessons. He gets up in front of that team and owns every bit of it. And they go out and shut out the lowly Jets, obviously. But just something special there of just owning it and just taking all of it off the team. I just like how he handles all of it. Tyreek Hill sat. They take you really deep, Mark, into the yeah. rooms. So the wide receiver's room. When I tell you Tyreek Hill is showing those guys what he's doing with his body, where the numbers should be when facing the ball, how my hips are. He goes in detail in, a, in an LFL, NFL wide receiver's room and teaching class. It's something special. It is. Look, I mean, I don't think a lot of fans realize the intricacy. And this is why, you know, when we talk about the play that Ritter threw the interception on, right? Like, I don't think NFL fans realize the intricacy of – where you run a route and how you run a route and where a guy's supposed to be because where a quarterback can put the ball. Right. And I'm not saying it has anything to do with necessarily, you know, why he threw the interception. But there are a lot of intricacies in an NFL play that are very, very specific that the average fan doesn't take into account. All they look at is the result and then work backwards. It's not the way you do it. You have to work from the top of the play and then work forward to see why things broke down the way they did. But we digress. But to your point, yes, the, the very much they are – very detail-oriented in how you catch a ball, where it's supposed to be thrown, and things of that nature. And, and for the, you know, you're talking about Tyreek Hill with the MVP, Tua, the quarterback's room. So I can't say enough about it. If you're over the holidays and you have some time, I think your entire family will like it. The Rams played the Commanders. Pre-game, this was last week. Mm-hmm. Pre-game, hey, the first guy you're going to hear is Jake Fromm, who's with the Commanders. And he is getting to meet for the first time, which I was actually shocked, Matt Stafford. How are you, man? Good hey, to meet man. you. Great to meet you, man. Yeah, you too. Hey, grew, up, uh, grew up watching, man. I yeah, appreciate fan. it. Thank you very much, yeah, man. man. Look, look forward to watching the play. Thanks, man. That guy was, uh, that's Jake Fromm, oh, old Georgia quarterback. Yeah, yeah. Just give me the old, the old man treatment, like, you're up watching you. <laughs> it's happened to all of us, right? It was so oh, cute. Oh, man, yeah. Uh, the, the funny part is, is that, there's another Georgia quarterback involved in that whole transaction. Obviously, it's not there, but Stetson Bennett's uh, on the Rams roster. Ah. So, you know, uh, yeah, but that's it. Matt Stafford, I, he is old. Like, you know, 2000. So cute. He was drafted in 09, right? 08 was his. 2009 was his Yeah, 09 was his last Georgia year. Yeah, that was actually my first Georgia football game. My first college football game was rather. Matt Stafford against UAB. They won 34 to nothing. Oh. 
and he was my favorite player when I was a kid growing up, and that was really cool. That's awesome. That your so voice that. you're hearing is Garrett Chapman, who is producing us and getting a doing a great job. So Garrett, welcome on board. I told Garrett uh, I was listening to the Falcon flyover mm-hmm. on Sunday night after that awful, awful loss, and he and Rob Tribble who did the flyover, and he was so good and so passionate taking calls. So really, really enjoyed that. The schedule rollout in the NFL, you know how they've gotten so creative. I think the yep. one of the greatest ones with the Game of Thrones that the Falcons did a few years ago. Mm-hmm. So they're just getting more and more creative. So now National Signing Day with the colleges, they've kind of jumped on board. How are we going to creatively announce who's who's with us? The uh, For the Win, which is part of USA Today, and I tweeted this yesterday afternoon at SportsCenter if you want to see them. They ranked the most creative. Georgia Bulldogs were ranked first. What they did was it looks like there's a drawing coming to life of who whatever player it was, and then it breaks through with the live person, So, which is hard. It's visual, and I'm probably not doing a good job of explaining it. My favorite one was Rutgers, and they went red zone on us. So they called it the Scarlet Zone. This is Scott Hansen introducing the players. We are back in the Scarlet Zone. This time, again, in North Carolina, let's check in with Noah Shaw, who is a physical defensive back that will add some toughness to the dark side. Isn't that great? He did it for each player. So creative. Also mentioned was North Carolina football. They said, welcome to the flight club. They took you behind a simulator like you're driving a plane. And Mm -hmm. it was all of the highlights from said player. I just love that they're doing this because you know the kids have to be eating this up. It's all for social media. It's all it's for. Yeah, that's the world we live in for sure. Um, I wanted to bring up if you're out and about flying. You remember last holiday season when Southwest Airlines Really Mm -hmm. was so it was horrendous and travel and had people stranded. Oh yeah, one hundred forty million dollars later is what the fine was. (laughs) And if you're traveling Southwest and you have a what was it? Is it three hour or ninety minute delay? Uh, They have to give you money for food, like at least a seventy five dollar certificate to get you through from point A to point B. Is it a Southwest gift certificate or just a seventy five dollar like? Voucher. Gift card. I think it's a voucher for food and or a hotel. Like whatever it is, they got to make good. The minimum they have to do is a seventy five dollars. Yeah. Um, I always found it odd when you have a bad experience with an airline, and you you get to the point like I never want to fly this airline again. Their resolution is to give you a voucher to fly their airline again. Well, <laughs> it's still a free ticket. I don't mind that as much. What I don't like I do, is you're refund. on your own, and, and we're not going to take – well, that they, they will do that, I'm sure, as well. But no, if you're they just don't like to, to do that. Yeah. That, that, one's, that one's the hard one. But, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm, like I said, I'm flying on Christmas Day, and uh, I don't know uh, – at least I saw the report that, like, the busiest days, at least what they're projecting, are the 21st of December, the 29th of December, and January oh. 2nd. Because if okay. you look at the calendar, right – um, the 21st, obviously, with today, mm-hmm. um, you know, people uh, making the, the four-day weekend because Monday is Christmas. Mm-hmm. So the 29th is the Friday before New Year's, so it makes it a that four-day weekend sense. there. Mm-hmm. And then everybody flying back to their destination wherever they're going on January 2nd. Which is a Tuesday. Tuesday, right. Okay. So I'm hoping Monday the airport won't be maniacal. I think you're going to be good to go. I've flown a lot on Thanksgiving Day and Christmas Day and it's the best days to fly. Nobody's Last year it was insanity. Right, right. 
Uh, best tech items for 2023. The top eight items are the coolest, best tech gadgets that you guys are buying. I find this interesting because the number one gadget is a charger. Is the on-the-go chargers that got three outlets. So you could do your iPad, you can do your earbuds, mm-hmm. and your phone at the same time. It costs fifteen ninety nine. So I'll also tweet this out. Some of the stuff is really good and handy. Um, some robot dogs that your kids might like. I think that's oh, kind really? of interesting. The other one that always comes up this time of year is the jersey. And I put it on Twitter early just wondering, what was the last jersey you bought? And who was it a team? Was it a player? What was it for? I got it all over the board. But when it comes to the NFL, the top 20 selling jerseys up to November 30th. So we don't have December's numbers in yet. Right. So I already told you who was number one. I was absolutely floored. But y'all guessed that it would be Travis Kelsey. He's number nine. Yeah. I mean, the, the, the I just thought the rage with Taylor Swift would have right. sent his numbers through the roof. The top ten I'll go in descending. Joe Burrow's at ten. Mm-hmm. Travis Kelsey, nine. Josh Allen, eight. Brock Purdy, seven. Wow. McCaffrey at six. Brock Purdy. Wow. Jason Kelsey, not Travis, was five. This guy's an offensive lineman for crying out loud. So likable though that Jason. Oh, Kelsey. They, they both are, but I mean, you know, just offensive linemen don't ever sell jerseys. That's true. Pat Mahomes four. Ceedee Lamb is three. Mm-hmm. Micah Parsons two, and number one, Jalen Hurts, Philadelphia Eagles. Again, it's three November the. 30th, I wouldn't buy so. a single one of those jerseys in the top ten. Well, I went searching for a Falcons, and it was. Um, not to be Stop found. it. Not, I, well, I, I'm just telling you the facts. So there you, you go. You are quite factual. Mm-hmm. This hour of the show brought to you by the Man Cave Store. Up your Man Cave game this football season. Visit mancavestore.com. Up next, Trey Young on a quite the heater. Will it continue? We'll ask that of Mike Conti next here on the Steakhouse on Sports Radio 929 The Game. The show just hits different. <laughs> it's the Steakhouse on Sports Radio 929 The Game. It is a steakhouse here on Sports Radio 92 and the game. Mark Zeno in for Steak Shapiro alongside the Queen herself. Radio Royalty Sandra Golden right here in our Kia Studios. And joining us now in the Kia Studios, he is the man of many hats. He is a man who is expanse in talent and knowledge and a man I like to call friend. That was beautiful. Wow. That was beautiful. Getting quite a taste of Mark Zeno here again. Z-E-N-N-O, yeah. right? He's yeah. the Zeno. Yes. I appreciate that, Mark, but really quite unnecessary. He's also um, our boss, so well, yeah. I, well, he's I didn't the big wanna, boss. I didn't want to put that in there. I, I wanted to characterize some other. I said he wears many hats. That's one of them. Um, yeah. He uh, One of the other hats is uh, play-by-play man for Atlanta United and then also the Atlanta Hawks and everything else. And uh, By the way, why no Christmas party this year? The Christmas party is an expensive undertaking. I understand that, but it, it is an expensive, time-consuming undertaking. Yeah, I've and, been there, but uh, it's a damn good party for those who go. Well, we're going to every other year. Oh, uh, well, you know what happened last? <laughs> Odds and evens. You know what happened last year? Uh, we had the Christmas party, and right before, um, I I had to travel with the Hawks because uh, Bob Rathford got sick. Yeah. So, uh, like the night before our Christmas party, I'm in Brooklyn. And I'm freaking out because, you know, my wife is going to have to put all this together by herself and pick up everything and clean. And it, it was just – it was um, a rather stressful experience trying to get it together last year. So we decided okay. we're going to take a one-year break. Uh, we're going to do uh, non-election years. 
Oh, no, we're actually election years. We're going yeah, okay. to do election years for, <laughs> for holiday parties. So it'll well, be thank back you. next We could drink our worries away. But May uh, I hijack this for just a second? Sure. With, um, I had a young lady reach out yesterday wanting to get into sports and sports radio. And I was thinking, I wonder what it looks like now for you on a daily basis. How many... Uh, inquiries or or it's reels being sent now. It's a lot. What, what is yeah, it still? It's a, lot. it's a lot. And I really try to make as much time as I can for as many people who yeah. express that level of interest. I mean, fortunately, we aren't hiring here at the moment. Um, that's not to say. Is we won't anyone be at getting some point. fired this year? Is anyone getting fired well, that we know? I'm, I'm the odds-on favorite. Ten <laughs> days left. I mean, that's why I'm asking. It's happened to Zeno a couple times. Oh, but, good uh, for you, Mark. But, but no, no, no plans. <laughs> no plans to add to his tally. Okay, no gotcha. plans to add to Zeno's tally. No. Yeah. Uh, no, uh, I'm look. I mean, uh, we'll move on and talk about the Hawks and Atlanta United. I, I'm very happy with what we're doing here at the radio yes, station. Yeah. We're winning. We're having a lot of fun uh, working together. I think we sound good. I think we're entertaining and informing our audience. So uh, no plans really to to tweak that going into next year. But I always try to make time for the people who, uh, you know, you mentioned a younger woman who's looking to get into the mm-hmm. industry. I'm always happy to like sit with them and give them advice mm-hmm. because I wish people would have done that for me. When I was getting started, I might have been able to avoid some of the mistakes I made yes. early on in this industry. Yeah, advice, pay it forward. By pay it forward. advice, mean don't get into this industry. It will eat that. you alive. No, I hate um, that. I hate when people say that because I feel you have to just, no matter what they're telling you about an industry, any industry, you gotta love go it. see it. You Well, yeah, it's you not even that. Go it. see it for yourself. Because your journey may be completely different from others. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. Yeah. There's a certain amount of war of attrition in this industry, and it's not for the thin-skinned. So uh, I've seen many go by the wayside Well, in the course of 20 years. Th- that's also another perspective, but I think this is also a very fun industry. In it's which great, but I mean, again, I, my point is, like, we're still here because we love it, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I do. Look, look, look at that. Yeah. Woof. Look at the pause. Never mind. We'll move on. It was just a little... Uh, too much realism, uh, maybe with what you're sharing there. I mean, I, yeah, well, I'm I, not going to you on a TED talk for encouragement yeah, I, on a radio station like Mark Zeno's whoa, TED whoa, whoa, talk. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I, 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 I think we need to tell the story to as like. many people who want to get into this as possible, right. and not push them I away say and say, that way "Hey, yeah. you know, in five or ten years, you're going to be really grumpy and and really hate this." Right. Because I've been in this 25 years, and I'm having the time of my life right now. I, yeah. I, again, I agree. I. I I'm, I might have misled the audience. <laughs> uh, what I'm saying here is, is that, you know, go into it eyes wide open that while it looks glamorous from the outside looking in. Oh, it, it's it's a struggle. It's hard. There, and, there, there's a yeah. lot of ups and downs in this industry, as we talked about. Um, and it's not an industry that's uh, going to make you rich. I uh, mean, I think that's one right. thing we can all agree on. I've been on. canned I mean, more than tuna in this industry. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, uh, it's, you know, it is what it is. It's the most fun you will have. Yes. Yeah. That's why yeah. I say I love it still. That's why I'm still here. All right, let's, let's talk Hawks. Or let's United. do that. I knew that was going to go so poorly. I apologize <laughs> no, to No, no, it's cool. It's cool. It's my fault. I, t- I take full responsibility. Me and, me and Arthur Smith, we take full responsibility. All right, um, Hawks uh, win last night. Big surprising win. I'd look, yeah. That's a feather in your cap kind of win for well, Atlanta last night. considering Houston number two in the league in defensive rating and scoring defense and 11-1 and at home, yeah. for the Hawks to go out there and hang 70 points yeah. on them in the first half, I thought that was a very impressive performance by the Hawks. Now, again, here are these issues. Second half defensive lapses. I mean, it felt like the Hawks were in complete control of the game. They were up by 20. Leading 71-51, and they let Houston not only get right back into the game, but actually take a lead, a five-point lead late in the third quarter. All that being said, I think Trey Young, over the last two or three weeks, 
probably statistically playing about the best basketball of his career. The problem is because the Hawks have been so injured and because they've had these defensive lapses here and there, it's not necessarily correlating to wins. Like in his last nine games, I want to say he's averaging 33-12 and 12 over his last nine, but the Hawks are only four and five in those games. So it's great to be doing this statistically, but I think Trey would be the first one to say you want it to translate to more wins. But that was a good performance last night in Houston. That's a I, really solid road yes, win Yes, and again, I, I, as I told you, and we, when we spoke with Quinn Sutter earlier this week, hey, we're not going to be an elite defensive team. When the Rockets would have, if you would have told me the Rockets were dumping 127 in last night, I would have said the Hawks would have lost. Me too. Yeah, easily, I, I agree. Because of how good they are defensively. And Houston averages, I think, only 100 and. Eight per yes. game or, or something like that. Bottom five like in the league in points per yeah, game. Yeah, bottom ten in the league in three-point shooting, and they got a little bit hot from the three-point line. But I think a lot of people, it's not even Christmas yet, so there's a lot of people not even paying attention to the NBA right mm-hmm. now. This is not the Houston Rockets of, like, the last couple years no, that were, like, at all. deep in the lottery team. This is a Rockets team that right now is in a play-in spot and could possibly go even higher. They made some good moves in the offseason, bringing in Fred Van Fleet, Dylan Brooks, you know, like him or not, I mean, he's he's a pest. He also got a flagrant foul for hitting Anyeka Kongu in the groin last night. Like, that's just what he does. Mm. But he's made the Rockets a lot tougher to play against. So I think that I agree, Mark. Feather in the cap win for the Hawks last night. If they can get a win in Miami tomorrow night, front end of a back-to-back before you host Memphis and John Moran on Saturday, then, you know, the Hawks really have some momentum going into Christmas. They've won three of their last four. You can get these next two. You're going to be feeling very, very good about where you stand going in the holiday. Let me ask you this on a a big-picture level for the NBA. You look at a team like Houston, they're going to be there because of their defense. You look at a team like Minnesota, they're going to be there because of their defense, Mm -hmm. right, even if they fade a little bit and come back to the pack. Um, Same thing with Cleveland. They're going to be there because of their defense. Mm -hmm. Obviously, it's not the Hawks' strong suit. How much more can you rely on offense – to carry you. Now, and the only reason I ask this question, the big picture, I haven't seen scoring up like this easily in 10. Like this, the last time we saw a bump in this highest scoring had to be about 12, 13 years ago. Yeah. Um, it's taken a major leap this year. I mean, we're seeing totals, and this isn't even a betting perspective, but totals usually sat in the 220s, maybe in the low 230s. Totals this year in the high 230s, 240s on the regular. Yeah. Like everybody is scoring an insane amount. Yeah, so does that not, help the Hawks? It's not just Indiana and Atlanta no. doing it, distorting the total like it's no. everyone in the league. Yeah. I, I mean, I'll just say this, Mark. They're playing the way Quinn Snyder wants them to play. I mean, we've even sat after some losses this year where the Hawks have taken 43 point attempts, and Quinn's talking about how he wanted them to take more three point attempts. Oh. <laughs> so uh, they're playing the way Quinn wants them to play. Quinn knows a lot more and understands a lot more about how to win in the NBA than I do. So I, I'm absolutely going to trust that he feels it is a sustainable formula. If nothing else, it makes the Hawks extremely entertaining to watch. Extremely entertaining. Uh, sometimes extremely frustrating, but extremely entertaining. Uh, you're always going to get um, a very, very fast-paced, uh, high-energy um you know, anything can happen type performance anytime you go to a Hawks game. And, and you know, that's that's okay, too. If your expectation is such that you're not thinking this is a championship-caliber team this year because it, it would take a miracle or a major, major roster change to get 
the Hawks into that discussion for this year. Atlanta United schedule drops yesterday. The good, the bad, the ugly. And uh, when can I buy tickets for September the 18th? You know, when Miami comes. Yeah, in? good question. <laughs> uh, you might want to talk to your broker already. I don't. I, I I was looking on on Ticketmaster. I saw something about a pre-sale and then a general public sale in, okay. in January. Uh, I'm sure the club will be announcing more about that. They'll have to decide to. I'm sure the full stadium will be mm-hmm. open for Messi. Uh, it's a tough schedule because you have to open. At Columbus. Oh, my God. you got to play the defending champion. By the way, this will be the fifth time in a seven-match span that Atlanta United will play Columbus, dating back to last year. Kind of weird how that worked out. Um, The thing I don't like, Sandy, is you have to play some tough matches during international breaks where you're probably going to have players called into their respective national teams, especially so in late June and early July with Copa America and the Euros going on. That really, really frightens me. And in that span, you have a three-game road trip, uh, New England, Salt Lake, and Montreal. Oh, I mean, you're, you're all over the not place. only yeah. crisscrossing mm-hmm. North America, but New England and, and Real Salt Lake were two of the better teams in the league last year. So not an easy schedule. But then again, I think everyone else in the league is probably looking at their schedule and saying that's not easy either because there's a lot of parity in Major League Soccer. Everyone is good. Uh, there might be one or two really great teams and maybe a couple below average teams, but I think everyone is is good, and that's the baseline. And um, you know, on any given, I hate that cliche, but on any given yeah. night, anyone can beat anyone in this league. Awesome, Mike Conti, you are a man of many hats, and uh, we call you friend first. Happy go. holidays to you oh and your family. Goodness. Same to you. I know he's so zen. And I will, I will, I will make sure I instruct. I will make sure I instruct uh, no. everybody in, in, a, in a better direction on their Guys, career in radio. happy holidays. Thank you. And have fun at the airport tomorrow. Yeah. I'm, I'm excited for you guys. I mean, it, that's a phrase you don't hear often. Have, have fun, fun at the, the airport, airport. tomorrow. You will have be the, fun storming you will, the castle. You will be the reason why people have fun at the airport that's tomorrow. True. You're going to welcome everyone back to Atlanta for the holidays. That, that's a, the first thing you want to see when you get back to Atlanta is this face. Well, that's guess true. What? It's going to be <laughs> <Guess smiling>. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to get your wish. Thank you so much. Thanks, Mike. Appreciate it. This hour of the show brought to you by the Man Cave Store. Up your Man Cave game this football season. Visit mancavestore.com. Coming up next, we'll get to three strikes. Sandy, we got to get some questions together. You had several good ones before the show, so go with it. We will will give you those when we get back. We got our John Foy big game of the night, and we'll wrap things up here on the Steakhouse next. Alongside Sandra Golden, Mark Zinner for Steak Shapiro, Sports Radio 9290Game, 9290Game.com, and the Odyssey app. I'm going to recommend this. The Steakhouse. Yes! Awesome! On Sports Radio 92.9, The Game. Welcome back to The Steakhouse. Mark Zenoy from Steak Shapiro alongside the incomparable Sandra Golden. It's time for our John Foy Big Game of the Night. Got Thursday Night Football, Saints and Rams. I mean, in reality, everybody in Atlanta, I, I, I know everybody's bitter right now. They're all upset like you are, Sandra, but everybody should be a Rams fan tonight. Okay. You want the Saints to lose. That's correct. So, As I, that will be consistent. I always want the Saints to lose. Okay, so, so we can all agree on that, right? Yes, I, 100%. Yes. Although I probably want to take the Saints with the points, but... what r- Did you recheck it? Is it four, goal. did you say? Still four. Okay. I've seen a three and a half pop up at, a, at one of the sharper books, but... Uh, yeah, there, there's actually two, three, three, three and a half I'm seeing out there now. So uh, some money coming on the Saints here. Gotcha. Tonight. 
But the primetime under thing, also a deal. Total is 46. So, see how that goes. You like that one, too. You like the under. I don't Listen, I don't think either one of these offenses are all that great. Um like I said, the Saints can't find the end zone with a roadmap and a flashlight. Mm. The only team that has a worse one. I know one somebody of the, reminds me one of that. Few, would you zip it over there? Mm-hmm. The, <laughs> one of the few teams that has a worse red zone percentage uh, than the Falcons is the New Orleans Saints. So there is that. Roofclaim.com Boca Raton Bowl tonight. South Florida and Syracuse. Oh. 8 o'clock. Uh, and, of course, the Yellow Jackets in business tomorrow night. The Gasparilla Bowl in Tampa. Young Garrett is going, uh, as a big Yellow Jacket fan, is heading down to Tampa to watch the, go to the game. Gasparilla? What is a Gasparilla? Is it a flower? It's a parade. It's, little, it's, a, it's a boat parade. The Gasparilla that's, Boat Parade. But that, that's what a Gasparilla so. is? I guess so. That's what I'm told. But, no, that's Sandra, I, I, I cover the team for 24-7 sports. Interesting. I didn't know that. That's yeah. fantastic. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. Right. So gotcha. I'm not. A, it's not that I'm a fan. I actually grew up a Georgia fan, ironically. But I uh, no. But I cover the team with GoJackets.com. Uh, Gasparilla is a Spanish pirate. Thank you. From Florida okay. folklore. The so Gasparilla it's kinda, parade. It's almost a boat. It's it's a boat of some kind. Listen, right? nothing more that I love more than a parade is a pirate parade. So Aye. there you have it. <laughs> You're gonna have a great time. That pirate That's gonna be a lot of fun. That's for you. Oh, these Georgia Tech yellow jackets. I have a very bad pirate voice. Um, all right, we got three strikes, 404-726-0929. Go for it with the questions. Okay, uh, since I am an awful Christmas rapper, please rate your gift wrapping skills on 1 to 10. Uh, your favorite album that you remember from a kid, because you know we dated ourselves, Van Halen Jump came out this, today in 1983. Amazing. And then uh, cinnamon rolls, yay or nay. When they're done right, they're really good. Travis Kelsey eats cinnamon rolls as a pregame meal. Couldn't do it. They they sit in your stomach like lead. Right. Those things are heavy. All that icing. And um, Sweet Taylor Swift made him homemade cinnamon rolls and gave them to him before his pregame. So where do you sit on the the, um, Taylor and Travis love story? I I could think of at least a dozen things I could care less about than Travis. I I just, I don't, there's there's (laughs) nothing. I, people made a big deal about it. I get it. I I I get it. But I, it doesn't doesn't get me it doesn't get me out of bed in the morning. You don't hope those two crazy kids can just run off together and live happily ever after. You know what I hope if they decide to get married that they freaking stay married. How's that sound? Uh oh, I I, I hit a button, Garrett. <laughs> Look, at, I brought up marriage. Have you I'm ever had so orange sorry. rolls? By the way, you're talking about cinnamon rolls. Orange rolls. The oh, Hillsbury orange rolls. Yeah, my yeah. grandma like used orange, to make those. It's the orange icing. It's the orange icing flavor. My grandma, it's still my grandma used to make those for me yeah. when I was a kid. Every time I smell them, I, I, I just, I just think of childhood. Like that's one of those things. Cinnamon rolls are fine. Like those are okay, but orange rolls, that's where it's at. Um, I wonder if they still sell those orange ones now because they have they those do. little bits of orange. I haven't seen them in the grocery stores in a hundred years. So I haven't looked. You girl. know, I got to go look. I'm, girl, I'm, I'm mm. glad to know that there Great are some Christmas. people out there who are as bad at rapping as I am. Rudy says, hits us on Twitter. I hold my finger in the middle of the bow so someone else can make the bow. And then Captain America says, 10, I'm awful. Yeah, I'm awful. 10 is awful? Oh, I thought you were going to say 10 is really good. Well, to 10 is, yeah. Oh, negative, sorry, negative 10. Negative 10. Negative gotcha. 10. Gotcha. Right, so negative 10. He's uh, Yeah, I just... I can't fold it right. I just don't think guys are brought up and being taught, which is kind of cool because Bo was telling me that his mother used to show them how to do it. So you yeah. only know what you know. We've talked well, about I that. I watched my mother do it. I just don't execute it as well as she does. 404-726-0929 if you want to get in for three strikes. I just, I mean, I wrapped these gifts last night, and you can tell, like, I'm a naughty elf. Like, I just, you know. Right. They are not I, well I just done. think, let, let yourself off the hook. And by the way, the easiest thing to ever do is gift bags. 
gift bags, a little tissue. It's so easy, it's like and then you cheat. can keep and reuse them, and yeah. don't you know? Don't get caught in the in the the I was going to say mashugana of just yeah, you like can say dealing of dealing with wrapping. Just go get a nice gift bag, and you're done. So yeah, you I know. But set. the problem, you know, what the issue is, it feels even dumber to pay for a bag for for someone to put it in for the bag. Yeah, like it, they. they Again, I know it sounds, it just doesn't compute in my head. Like, I'm going to pay $6.99 for a bag to put something in. Well, th- first of all, I don't know where you're shopping for a bag. They're li- it's a dollar store. You can get six for a buck, like little, yeah, but little they're not and decorated big. nice. I think you also like to see your kids rip open presents. Like, that's, well, that's a real it, feeling. Yes. I get, I totally get that. Um, they need something. You, you can't give eight year old kids a gift bag. That's, that's just, you know, that's bad parenting right there. They need to be able to rip wrapping paper off. Right. And, and, you know, I got you. Throw it around. All right, we got some calls for three strikes. So what's your take? I'm very upset. It's time for you to sound off with three strikes. Bring it the f*** on! On the Steakhouse. On Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. All right, three strikes. Here we go. Tom is in Lawrenceville. Tom, good morning. How are you? Good morning, guys. Very well. Uh, Wrapping skills, rate of one to ten. I can't even stick a gift card in an envelope. (laughs) (laughs) That's funny. Favorite album? Uh, Ghost in the Machine, police. Wow. See, there you go. That Ladies was actually on vinyl. That is a great right there. call. Uh, it's oh, cinnamon rolls. Yeah, your name. Buy or sell cinnamon rolls. Yeah, I'm going to lose you here. I don't like the taste of sweet, so no. I don't listen. I, they're not for everybody. Again, they, oh no, it's it, such a rich. It is. Mm. It, it is like eating lead. It is. It is a. It is a commitment. You need to eat orange rolls, man. I'm telling you, that's the way to go. Yeah, the yeah. oranges are it, good. It is very much a commitment to eat a cinnamon. Like you go to Cinnabon and get a box of those things, you don't need a meal for the next six hours. So true. Like that's that's how heavy they are. Four zero four seven two six zero nine two nine. Larry from his truck. Larry, good morning. How are you? Good morning. By, by the way, before we get to the other thing, Merry Christmas and Happy New Year to you guys. Ah, same to you, Larry. Thank you, Larry. You are Have such a, a great, great listener and, more importantly, now a friend. You're just a sweetheart. So there thank you, you go. and I want good things to happen thank, with you and your family. You, you might be a sweetheart, but, but can you wrap a gift? Yes, I can. I, I, I'm going to skim myself about a five. All right, there you I, go. I, 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 I want to see the guy who calls in who's got the, who's got the gall to say, I'm a nine. Uh, anyway, favorite album, Larry? Uh, Herbie Hancock, Headhunters, 1973. Wow. Whew. Cinnamon buns, yay or nay? Yay, cinnamon buns. I'm in there. All right, good stuff. See? And you call them cinnamon buns. Buns, and, uh, rolls, rolls, whatever. Yeah. So Costco also doesn't have them all the time, but they have a massive pan of really big cinnamon rolls. I want to say the whole thing's $8.99. They've got them now. So if anybody wants to run over, that's a good thing to have at like 8 a.m. and then collapse for the day. 404-726-0929. Doug is in Jefferson. Doug, good morning. How are you? Hey, good morning. How are we doing, guys? Fantastic. Your gift wrapping skills, 1 to 10. Where are you? I'll take a six. I learned to do it with newspaper. Ah, That's right. There you go. Favorite album? ACDC, Back in Black. Ah, very good choice. Mm-hmm. And cinnamon, hot sticky buns, cinnamon rolls, yay or nay? Yeah, and they do have the orange ones, too. Oh, oh they do. Okay. That's See? awesome. I don't, I, don't, I don't want citrus on my sweet. Have you ever tasted them? No. Okay. Well, just give it a little taste. Look, it's like I could just say, a little flavor. No, I can could, I could say this. With, with, lemon is not a dessert, period, ever. What? Lemon oh. is not a dessert. It's not. Don't it's make lemon. a cookie. Don't make a cake. It's custard? not a dessert. Lemon custard? No. C- custard is never a dessert. A lemon pound cake? No. No. It's not a dessert. Never will be. Stephen is in Atlanta. Stephen. 
How are you? You well, and yourself? I'm doing very well. Uh, rate your gift wrapping skills, please, one to ten. I'm gonna give it a four. It's not uncommon for me to wrap something with aluminum foil. Yeah, I know. See, now, I think Jen and all have to just kind of get get I them wrapped. Totally wrap, agree. Get them yep. wrapped for each other. Uh, favorite album? Nirvana's Nevermind. Very good choice. That was the one. You know, the baby on that that cover, um, like, is like a grown adult. Like, I, they did something on the internet. Like, the, the naked baby on that yeah. cover is now like a grown adult. Oh, I bet. Yeah. How many and years like, ago? He, he, it's weird. Yeah. It's, it, it, we're talking about Matt Stafford making you feel old. Yeah. That baby is now an adult. <laughs> Cinnamon rolls, yay or nay? 100% yes. See? There you go. So good. Mm. I mean, I wouldn't do it as a pregame meal, though, ever. No, I don't know how you even move after you do that. But I mean, Travis Kelsey's living his best life. And so again, when you're him. when you're like 26, 27, and your you know your body metabolizes life that fast, I guess take it, the sugar and go, baby. Yep, there you go. It's all it is. Big sugar rush. All right, uh, we'll take a time out. We'll get Andy and Randy, or whatever version of Andy. I know Randy's gone, but whatever version of Andy and Randy is here next, alongside Sandra Gold, Mark Zeno for Steak Shapiro. It's a Steakhouse Sports Radio, 929 The Game.